This is Paladin Financial Talk with Jeff Foley from Paladin Financial. Basically, the more accounts you have, the more opportunities there are for mistakes. So taking control of your assets may help you to avoid some of those common mistakes that investors make. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money, and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Paladin Financial Talk with Jeff Foley. Hello, everyone. This is Jeff Foley with Paladin Financial, and thank you for tuning in to Paladin Financial Talk. We've got a great show today. We're going to talk about something that is a very important matter. A lot of people need to be aware of this, and we've all experienced this in some shape or form. But there's a lot of things going on out there that are scams, people trying to pe- take other people's money in different ways. And we want to make you aware of some of the, the approaches that these people are doing and make sure our eyes and ears are always open for these kind of things. And um, another advisor in our office, Jeff Quick, recently uh, is an example of this. He shared with me, he got a call from someone recently that posed that they were part of the Social Security Administration. Uh, they didn't have the, the best English and it doesn't, didn't really make sense. He knew immediately it was a scam and he uh, asked them, why don't they just get a real job instead of trying to scam people? And they, they hung up. But uh, those kind of things are out there and we want to be aware of these. Uh, I didn't get a chance to finish watching this yet, but there's a Netflix show. I think it's called Money Explained. Tony, have you heard of that? I've yeah. heard of that. Yep. I haven't watched it yet, but I have heard of Money Explained. It's supposed to be yeah, really good. Yeah, I watched good. a couple of episodes, but they had one on scams recently that I started watching. And one of the people that was on there talking about how he was duped of his retirement funds. He was a guy that actually works. I think it might've been the consumer protection agency or something along those lines. That's his day job is giving people advice on how not to get scammed. And he got scammed. Oh, And so he was very embarrassed about it, obviously, but he he's standing on the mountaintop making people aware of this can happen to anyone. We have to be careful with these kind of things. So yeah, very for sad sure. situations that occur with that. But, um, before we roll into the content of today's show, Tony, how are you today, sir? Well, I'm doing great, but I, I will say this is a really serious topic and people say, oh yeah, you always hear about scams and it's in the news once in a while, but, uh, it, it is very serious and it's getting a lot worse. So you really need to be aware of it. I have a couple of personal stories. One from yesterday, mm. Jeff, something I got a scam call yesterday and it's one I hadn't ever gotten before. So I'll, I'll talk about that uh, as well on the show today. But other than that, I have been great. How have you been doing? Good, good. Yeah. We had a charity run that we, we uh, both were participating in here a couple of days ago. And, yeah, that and, was fun. Uh, I, I am just a little bit sore from that. Um, but yeah. Oh, it was good. really? Yeah. You did no, a good they, job. Yeah. You and Nikki both yes. ran in it, right? You and yes, your wife? She was polite and stayed behind with me. <laughs> she could have she probably won the whole thing i've got to believe she has a, a lot of determination and drive but uh but yeah that's great that was really fun and all the proceeds went to charity i think that's great uh once a year i know uh gradient financial who you and i have both worked with uh they do this charity fun run and they also have uh, beverages, prizes. Uh, there's even a food truck. So if you want to carb load before you go running, 
you can. I didn't run. I was the announcer. I had a bullhorn, actually. I didn't need a bullhorn. My voice is... Uh, no, numerous people, Jeff, came up to me and said, you know, Tony, you don't even need that bullhorn. <laughs> that's true. Uh, that's true. I, I'm a loud talker. Uh, but this, uh, let's get back to the serious topic. I'll tell you really quick about my uh, call yesterday. Um, I normally don't do this, but um, I remember that in the past year, we got the thing in the mail that says, enter the publisher's clearinghouse sweepstakes, mm -hmm. right? And I, I never enter these kinds of things and I don't know if they're how legit it is, but you know, this one's pretty famous. So, uh, I filled it out and entered it, you know, and of course I get a lot of now ads and things because <laughs> they, that's what they use that for. But, um, I got a phone call yesterday that said it was an automated message sounded very official that I have, I was one of the winners, not the main winner. Uh, but it was, uh, over a million dollars. I think it was like 4 million, a $4 million winner. And that, uh, they just needed to get a few pieces of information and that I should, uh, press a certain button or call them back at a certain number. I knew of course it was a scam because I don't think that's how they do it, but I looked it up and sure enough, the publishers clearing how sweepstakes will only notify you, uh, one of two ways. They will either send you a certified letter registered mail or they will come hmm. to your door wow. and knock until they find you home and and deliver the good news in person and of course what they were going to do jeff is they were going to tell me i had to pay taxes or needed to give them a credit card before they could give me a check and in some cases i read on the online that uh, scammers will actually give you a check but the check's no good it'll take a couple of days to clear and they demand immediate payment to give you the yeah. check so you got to be very careful. Yeah, some of these are, you know, very complex. There's a lot of layers and moving parts with it, but some of them are so simple. It's amazing that they ever get away with it. So we're going to talk about yeah. some of the more common financial scams that occur and what you can do to protect yourself because they are out there. Um, so we're, we've got a, a lot that we'll dig into with that. And most people, they make a, an honest living and uh, others, unfortunately, participate in these kind of things. So be, beware. Well, yeah. And I, I just think it's, it's really not good. And, uh, so what do you have for us first? Yeah. So we're going to talk about an article from the national council on aging and it lists out 10 financial scams targeting senior, se seniors and encourage everyone to, to read this, take a moment, be aware of some of these, but there's $3 billion a year that con artists collect through schemes like this. Wow. And it's not just wealthy seniors who are targeted. Lower income, uh, older folks are just as likely to fall prey to these kind of scams. And don't think it's always strangers committing these crimes. More than 90% of, rep of reported elder abuse, which includes financial crimes, is committed by a family member, which is sad to, to say. Well, that's, uh, that's really sad. Uh, and those are jarring facts uh, that you gave. So um, what, what's, uh, what's a common scam that we need to be watching out for? There's the government imposter scam. So kind of like uh, Jeff quick, the call that he received there, it's probably one of the most common ones. And the scammer calls their target. They pretend to be from the IRS or social security administration or Medicare, the three common ones, something similar. They might tell you that you have unpaid taxes. You're going to be arrested if you don't pay up. 
Uh, they may suggest your Social Security or Medicare benefits are going to be cut off unless you provide some personal information. And some fraudsters, they're so sophisticated, they can even make the phone number they're calling from appear to be the actual number of the agency that they're pretending to represent. The, the ones that amaze me, though, is the the robotic ones that I don't even know how they do that, but it, it doesn't sound like a human being. It sounds like a robot. You get the automated call and... Yep. You, no one would do that. I mean, if someone's going to call you from an agency, it's going to be a real person. So uh, those are yeah. things to be aware of. Well, and I think that uh, I think that the bottom line is when in doubt, hang up, because um, everything I've read and everything I understand is that a government agency will never, ever, ever call you. They will send you uh, a notification by mail. So mm-hmm. typically it's a scam. So just hang up regardless then you can go look up the actual government number. Uh, you can look it up online, uh, find the actual number to that agency and call them directly. Don't ever call the number that they call you on. That's another tip I've heard. Uh, obviously, you're just going to get it back. Uh, or if they give you a number to call, uh, that's no good. You got to just hang up and look it up on your own. Um, so uh, what's what's something else? Yeah, next common con is the grandparent scam. So the scammer will call an older person and say something like, hey, grandpa, do you know who this is? And once grandpa throws out a name, the fraudster says yes, and they pretend to be that person. And from there, it's off to the races. So the crook will they'll request money from an unex, for an unexpected expense like car repairs or I, I have missed my rent. Can you help me out? And they'll ask their grandparents to promise that they won't tell anyone about this because they're embarrassed about it. And these scammers, typically, they ask to be paid by wire transfer or gift cards. And once the money's gone, it's gone. Yikes. That's a really bad one. And, you know, obviously, if you work with somebody like yourself, a financial services professional, you're a good resource. I mean, if our listeners out there think somebody's threatening them or trying to get money from them, uh, when it comes to your money, your financial professional can help, you know, they can help you smell a rat, right? Yeah. Yeah, ask someone, get some help, and get a you know second opinion on what's going on there. But most of the time, like you said, look up the agency's number, and if it's a federal you know agency type of thing. But getting another uh, person's eyes and ears on what's going on will be helpful as well. Uh, next, we're going to take a look at Medicare scams. Are very popular. Almost every American 65 or older, they automatically receive Medicare. Scammers already have an easy in to try their con. What they do is the crook will typically pose as a Medicare representative and they'll request personal information, social security number, date of birth, bank information, something like that. But you got to ask yourself, why would someone from Medicare be calling you for your birthday or your (laughs) social security number? They should have that already. You're already enrolled. They already know, you know, it's the government. They know where you're at. They know who you are. So if something feels off during a conversation, it probably means something really is off. Well, yeah, definitely. That's that's great advice. I think that's good. And your gut instinct is a powerful tool. I mean, if your gut's telling you something isn't right, trust it. Besides, any legitimate business or organization won't have a problem with you verifying what they're telling you. Exactly. Yep. Uh, computer tech scams are another big one that we hear about often. I think these are kind of the scariest because it, it's something you click on the wrong thing accidentally and... Yep. 
you've got a virus or whatnot. But this, with this, the scammer preys on the fact that some older folks might feel intimidated by some technology. When you're working on your computer, a pop-up message or a blank screen suddenly appears telling you that your device needs repaired. And you call the phone number that pops up and they request remote access to your computer or demand payment in order to to repair that for you. So if you get that message and you're not comfortable dealing with it yourself, turn off your computer, ask someone that you trust to help you look at that. And you can also take it to a local repair service, Best Buy or whoever, the, uh, the old geek squad and have them take a look at it. But I'd say f- first thing would be shut your computer down and reboot and see what happens from there. Yeah, I think you're right there, Jeff. Tech, tech scams and computer scams are tough, especially because they do target seniors uh, a lot. But let's take a minute to let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you to set up a consultation. Yeah, give us a call. Our phone number is 651-842-8406. You can visit us online at financialpaladin, P-A-L-A-D-I-N.com. And uh, you can send us an email, info at financialpaladin.com. If you have questions uh, or if you'd like to schedule time to come in for our complimentary second opinion and we'll review, here's where you're at and on track for your goals or what changes you might need to make to be able to optimize what you and your family have. And we'd love to sit down and chat with you. And if you're a listener, uh, take a moment uh, and scroll down in your podcast app. Give us a review. We'd appreciate that. We want to make as many people aware of the show as possible. All right. Sounds good. And I think that uh, people need to feel comfortable reaching out to a financial professional like yourself, either to get a second opinion on their financial plan, their retirement plans. But also, if you feel like somebody's trying to take advantage of you, uh, your financial professional should be happy to help you take care of your money, right? Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. Uh, the next common form of elder fraud is robocalls and phone scams. And using technology scammers, they dial a huge volume of households all at once. Once they have someone on the line, there are any number of ways for them to try and rip people off. Some may tell you that your car's warranty has expired. This is, we, everybody's probably getting inundated with these right now. I know I've gotten numerous ones this year and you need to sign up again. And while others say, you can hear me. And once you say yes, we'll hang up. So from there, they'll use your recorded voice to authorize fraudulent charges on stolen credit cards. So you got to be careful of that. If you think you might have fallen for this one, reach out to your bank, credit card companies, and make sure that everyone's aware of what's going on. Yeah, that's that's key. And uh, when in doubt, reach out, right? Uh, I mean, the cold reality is you might not know you've been scammed until after it's completed or it's too late, but uh, financial companies and your financial professional uh, should be able to help you uh, get ahead of that situation. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, another common one is romance scams. And this is where people need to be aware of this. This is pretty straightforward where the scammer hits the internet dating sites seeking out victims and they use fake profiles on social media accounts and they're trying to exploit their marks loneliness. So the fraudster, well, they'll claim to be living overseas, they'll ask for money to help cover the cost of visas or medical emergencies or whatnot. And because this tends to be a long-term scam, the bad guys can often get a lot of money before they vanish. Uh, the article we've been talking about notes in 2019, the FTC 
estimates that seniors lost around $84 million in what they call romance schemes. So you're going to want to be aware of that. It's sad as well. It's not only the financial impact, but the emotional impact as well that goes along with that. Well, yeah, and that's, that's another, that's really tough. And that, that's a, I think I find that one in particular, very despicable because it exploits the fact that a lot of folks out there might live alone, especially seniors, and maybe their kids and grandkids don't have the flexibility to spend a lot of time with them. So that means they might be isolated and lonely, but uh, that's a good message to the rest of us. No matter how busy you are, if you have an older person that you love, make sure you reach out often, uh, just even with a simple phone call so you know they're okay and they know you're thinking about them, right? Exactly, yes. Uh, Next common scam is the internet, email, text message fraud. And there's so many different ways that they approach this. As we noted earlier, some folks aren't entirely comfortable with certain technologies and they've become common marks for this type of fraud. So we talked about the pop-up window computer scam that occurs. Uh, Another one is email and text message phishing scam. So with this, the scammer crafts a message that looks nearly exactly like something you'd receive from a company or business that you trust, like Visa, for example. And they request your personal information or ask you to update your credit card payment. Then they'll use that information to steal your identity, your financial information, And um, when you get those, don't feel like you need to respond immediately. Do some research, um, call a number not listed on the letter there. So if you get an email or text from a bank or credit card company, um, find their contact number on something that you know, like the back of your credit card or a statement that you know you get and is accurate. And don't forget that those institutions work for you. You don't work for them. So the least they can do is answer your questions and address your concerns. If you think somebody might be scamming you, they're familiar with how to have that conversation with you. If you call back into your bank and you're trying to verify some information. Yeah. Yeah. And I, you know, once again, it's all about the gut. Some of those phishing messages are so good. You're sure they're the real thing, but uh, you know, and some come from via text. Uh, but how often does a completely random message asking you for personal information make sense? Not often. Yep, exactly. So there's a number of different things talked about in that article, but just kind of summing thing up and things up in general, it's, it, we always think of common sense, but we all get, you know, people get lulled into different things, which stop before you share any type of personal information, before you click on anything, stop and see, does this actually make sense? Do some research on it. Um, If you aren't familiar with the number, for example, and with your investment accounts and different finances that you have, be aware of what accounts you have. And this is another benefit in, in working with a good financial professional and consolidating things where you can see what's going on I met with a couple a couple weeks ago. They had between the two of them 12 old retirement accounts that they kept meaning to consolidate over the years and they haven't paid attention to it. Well, if you have 12 accounts out there and you're not watching those and someone bad gets a hold of that, you might not know for quite some time. So um, simplifying, being aware of what you have at your different institutions and also signing up for multi-factor authentication Uh, typically that's done through text messages or some companies will call you, you know, if you're online, uh, we use TD Ameritrade and they have a service where you set up your account online, you can click and 
TD Ameritrade will call you and share a code you've got to enter in. And so take advantage of those. They create extra steps in the process if you have to log into your account, but that extra security is worth the time that you take, you know, in, in handling that process. So those are a few things to think about with this and when in doubt, Give us a call if you have questions, if we can help you out in any way. But I encourage you to come on in for a complimentary second opinion on your retirement plan. Again, give us a call. Our number is 651-842-8406. And uh, if this is something you have a family member, particularly elderly, um, have them listen to the show and, and be aware of some of the things that are going on out there. All right. Well, great show today, Jeff, and a really important topic and great tips, uh, some things for us to watch out for. But listeners, that does it for today's episode of Paladin Financial Talk with our host, Jeff Foley. Thank you for listening to Paladin Financial Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Jeff Foley at Paladin Financial. Call 877-219-3199 or visit their website at financialpaladin.com. Advisory services offered through Paladin Wealth LLC, a Minnesota registered investment advisor. Paladin Wealth LLC offers advisory services under the DBA Paladin Financial and Paladin Wealth. Insurance products and services offered through Paladin Insurance LLC. Paladin Wealth LLC and Paladin Insurance LLC are affiliated companies. Jeff Foley and Paladin Financial are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.